welcome to Live with Marie. Here at Marie Healthy and Fit, where we bring you incredible episodes every single week that will leave you inspired and wanting to come back for more. Today's guest is Erica Lippi. She is a life wellness coach. She also has her own podcast, and we are here to talk about her life and how she has found her way through ups and downs and has narrowed in the way of living a positive life, mind, body, soul, actions. Stay tuned. ...of moving everybody forward in the world, especially in the world we're living in today. Ah, thank you so, so much. You too. I'm just reflecting exactly what you are. Oh, that was very sweet. Thank you so, so much. I'm having a little bit of a difficult, like, um, desk today. It sounds like my chair is broken. <laughs> my desk was moved because of filming yesterday. My podcast sign is not correct, but I need you to like bring in that gorgeous sunshine for me. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> but of course, yes, I'm so ready to chat with you. This is such an honor. Thank you so much, Don Marie. Oh, you're so welcome. So as I introduced you as a life wellness coach, and you also have your own podcast, can you share the name of that podcast with us? Yeah, so it's Passion Love Pursuit, and it's a personal development podcast. It's all about the foundation of really becoming our best self. So, of course, we cover everything from health to wellness to leadership to self-love, confidence, everything kind of under the sun about personal development and becoming our best self. So, really, the topics are unlimited. And I'm actually uh, April 1st celebrating two-year anniversary, so super exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. For anybody that has a podcast, knows it's commitment, uh, a lot of dedication you put into it. So it's kind of like birthing your baby every time you release an episode, and it's it's something to celebrate because I know I'm sure you feel the same way. We know we're making an impact in some way to at least one, two, hundreds of lives. So mm -hmm. I'm just so thankful I have that platform to share valuable content and such amazing people so. I know and it's and it's really kind of like a magical gift because people you can interview from all around the world and you really feel that energy coming through the interview and the podcast and yeah. people just driving in a car that's having a tough day and they turn into your podcast and they're like wow, I never looked at life that way. And it changes their entire aspect of life and how they view it. And that is just an incredible gift. Yeah, and it, and it's just so great, like you said, to be able to connect with people all around the world. That's why, mm -hmm. you know, what a blessing this virtual world we're living in right now because it truly is a way to just, I mean, there's brilliant minds all across the world. So thank goodness so for technology true. in this aspect. So, so true. I um, need to put my glasses on. <laughs> One second. I'm sorry, guys. I know it reflects, but I apologize. Um, recognizing to your true authentic self is part of one of your topics you love to talk about. So when someone comes to you and says, how do I, like, reconnecting with my true authentic self, how would you help them understand that process. They're lost. They've been knocked down, beaten down from either work environment, sickness, health, everything that comes with 
feeling like you need to reconnect with your authentic self. Help us, my audience, understand how you get them to that point. Absolutely. Perfect question. Uh, so, so many of us feel disconnected at many times in our life because life hits us with so many obstacles and we feel kind of knocked off our feet. And when we root back to our authentic self, that's where the true self-love, that's where our connection, our grounding comes from. And I, I think sometimes authentic, authenticity is such a cliche word. People are like, oh, it's overplayed, but it's so important. I think it's the foundation of attracting, receiving, and giving anything we want out of life. So I think that people need to really grasp what does authenticity mean to them. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so much about not trying to put on this mask of what we think should be, but it's accepting, embracing, and, and being everything we are inside and who we are but some people will say like what is that I don't even know who I am like I'm, I'm so disconnected because I've been knocked off my feet all these challenges and I I think that it's just really instead of I think it's bridging the gap between true accept or self-rejection true acceptance instead of thinking being and instead of wishing becoming is merging that gap like closing that gap between all those and the process, I've worked out six principles, I believe, is the best way to reconnect mm -hmm. with our authentic self. So it is uh, awareness first, reflecting, accepting, choosing, being, and allowing. So I'll kind of break that down. Uh, I love the word where you said choosing. Mm, because choice. you have to have that choice, and we all have free will. So exactly. It's, it's a it, powerful word. Like yes. choice is the most powerful thing, really. Yes. And also the word being. Like who am I being? Because I, I believe truly, like we don't manifest what we want, we manifest who we are. So you have to so I'll I'll kind of break down the steps of like if somebody were to come to me, this would be the the principles I would start with. Of course there's so much more, but this is the simplistic way to start to reconnect with ourselves. And so the awareness, number one, I think awareness is the foundation that you need to start from because we need to actually look at ourselves like, how am I feeling right now? Like mm -hmm. how am I what's weighing me down? asking yourself these empowering questions like, you know, what, what's my limitations? What's holding me back? What do I want? What do I, you know, all these questions that's going to lead us at least to be able to see the direction we want to head. So asking yourself those important questions and then, um, also evaluating like what's these old agreements and old beliefs I have about myself. Um, everybody knows we all have limiting beliefs. Nobody is immune of them. Of them, uh, but, right there. Yeah, we all yeah. have limiting beliefs upon ourselves, and being able to release that mm. takes time. It's not just a snap of the finger. Absolutely, you know. It's, it's, and so I come to you, and I've been seeing you, and you're coaching me through, and it's now the tenth week, and I'm still having a hard time letting go of that that limitation belief that has been put on me. Um, how do you how do you actually get that through my thick head as a client of yours, of anyone, male or female, to let go of that 
word, those words that keep us stuck within what we are locked into. Yeah, and that's the whole accepting piece uh, is basically you look at your limiting beliefs. Like, for, for example, my limiting belief for so, so long was I'm stupid. Like, I, I just don't have enough knowledge. I had the, uh, a learning disability that I was diagnosed with when I was 11, and that really held me back, and I had it reinforced by relationships as well. Mm-hmm. So if you have a limiting belief, basically you – identify what that is like what's your limitation so mine was I'm stupid I just don't have enough knowledge I'm just not smart enough and then once you ask that then you ask yourself is that really true like is that really true like bird's eye view is that really true you know Mm -hmm. and most of the time it's a no and you know we have to do that reflection but it you observe that limitation from you know that that bird's eye view. And then you say, what is this costing me? Like, where has this uh, limited me in my life? And once you get clear of that, that pain, pain drives us to change. So when you realize like, I'm stupid, I am not smart enough, maybe I wouldn't start my podcast. So my ability to impact lives, which is a life goal, I would be held back from that. So that would cost me opportunities that would cost me change. So identifying how it costs you, it will drive you to change that limitation. And so then from there, you know, who would I be without this limitation and asking yourself these questions? Like, what if I didn't have this limitation? What would I do? What would I achieve? What, who would I be? And that will drive you in a more empowering way. And then from there, of course, is turning around that belief. So, you know, I'm stupid, I'm not smart enough, you could change that into, but I'm capable to learn, I'm capable to try, I'm capable to step into the arena regardless. Like I, you know, I have courage, I'm gonna build my muscle of courage by just doing it. So when you start thinking and act into that empowering state, and then of course, repetition, you can't, it's just not gonna be eliminated immediately, you have to constantly keep retraining that empowering belief. So it's not easy, but it's something if you if you care enough to create change in your life, if you're tired of feeling like I'm not I'm missing all these opportunities in life because of my limitation. And it's just, truly not just limitations of the body, it's limitation of the mind. Because for years I lived with self-doubt. For years I lived with I'm sick, but I don't know what's wrong with me. For years, I lived with growing up knowing that I was always going to live a sick life from the age of two. So all I ever heard was, oh, you need to take this medication. You need to do this. You need to do that. And you have to stay back in second grade, which I actually did because I missed so much school that then I got ridiculed as a young child. Like, oh, well, you're you're back in second grade and we're all in third. You're not smart enough. So that was a part of my young DNA that I literally did not release until after I wrote my book. Still did not release 100% of it until I went away to a healing retreat and wrote those words on my back. And they were not allowed to be wiped off until I really spiritually understood why I held on to them and released them and let them go. 
So that's basically the same thing that you're saying. But sometimes we have to go through a passage of physically writing it on us, acknowledging it, that it's a part of our DNA, but it's a part of our brain that needs to realize you're strong, you're beautiful, you are smart, you can do this. You may not be able to do it as fast, but you can still do this, right? Absolutely. And that's why I talk about the whole, the six principles of kind of reconnecting to our authentic self. Because like you said, those beliefs are exactly what holds us back Mm -hmm. and disconnects us from our actual self that all we need is like one of the biggest lessons I've learned that, or there's several, but one of the things (laughs) is all I need is within me. Everybody's heard this and it's true. And we have to learn how to reconnect to that beautiful self that we all possess like we are beautiful i believe my superpower is being authentic being vulnerable that is my superpower so the more i get to connect to it is just giving myself a gift of just being who i am and i know i can serve at the highest level by being that and i love that so being able to see that not denying it we do need to and that's what i when i say the first step is awareness like getting clear of what's holding you back and being just radically honest mm-hmm. with that. Because uh, I think a lot of the times we lie to ourselves so much. Actually, we lie to ourselves all the time. And it's a protection. You yeah, know? it's a shield. We, it's our warrior shield of, I don't want any more negativity coming in, but yet I'm still holding on to some of that negativity. We Yeah, we hold on to so much. So the whole, you know, starting with the awareness and then the reflecting, like, how mm-hmm. is this holding me back? We need to be able to really be ra- radically honest with ourselves, right? And and what is the self-talk? What are those limitations? And then the accepting. And that's where you're talking about, like, you had to look at those words and, and accept, like, yes, I, I ha- I've had these beliefs, but is that really true? Is that who I am? And um, also accepting that you don't have to be perfect all the time. We are all on this journey through life and it will, well, we are all human and it's okay to have these feelings and being so vulnerable true. about it. I believe vulnerability is such a gift because that allows us to connect to people more at a deeper level and people that shield themselves and hold them back and have this wall. We can't truly connect in an authentic way, right? So right. Um, that radical responsibility is also the one of my second most important lessons is we are all responsible for everything that happens in our life. And when I say and this doesn't take away, like if you're abused, if you were raped or whatever it may be, I don't want to uh, discredit that, but we are in the driving seat of our life. So we have to take full responsibility and ownership of what we create by being like, no, I'm not a victim. I can create change. I am powerful. You know, I am, I'm strong. I'm a goddess, whatever it may be to drive that, put us in the driver's seat and take ownership. And, and that's really when it moves into the choosing, <laughs> the choosing aspect. I love the choosing because I say this word, I make conscious yeses and conscious no's. What does that mean? Is basically whatever I'm saying yes to is no to something else. So I'm going to be very conscious of it. Is this driving me closer to where I want to go? Is this driving me closer to who I want to be? And we have to be conscious about that because we can say yes to so many things that are not really serving us in the best way. And time is the most valuable asset. So the 
choice is beautiful. You know, I think that's such a powerful word is, is we get to choose who we want to be. We get to choose who we want to become. And then it's taking the action towards that. So Exactly. And then we don't need to stick with that choice. We could choose who we want to be in that particular time frame of what life is throwing at us. And then when we have met that that agreement of that choice and we realize I've conquered it. Now I'm making a new choice to take the next step forward to making my first choice even stronger. Mm -hmm. So it's not just we have to make a choice and it's one choice of life. It is constantly making the choice to better and to keep growing. Exactly. I completely agree is that we're ever evolving. And I think that goes in, in the same regard to our values. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, you know, reflecting on one of the reflections is what are, what do I value? What are my beliefs? What, mm -hmm. what is most important to me? And that is ever evolving and don't feel like you're a hypocrite if you don't have the same value you did 10 years ago. And that's, that's so, so funny. I'm going to throw this in there cancel culture is just the most insane thing that people are getting fired for something they said 10 years ago. It's like, we're always changing and we should be like mm -hmm. growth is life. So who says we are the same person here we were, 10 years ago when exactly. we said that, like we all go through so many experiences in life. So don't feel that you have to stay attached to who you were before. I hope you're evolving. I hope you're becoming a better version of who you are authentically you know that's that's really that matters is that we're constantly evolving and, and don't be so attached to what it was before of who you thought you should be exactly you know? when you graduate from college what were you going to be it doesn't mean you stay in that mindset mm -hmm. because what the world is changing which means everybody needs to change and just because someone said in the past you can't you're not good enough that's words that you need to let go of. You need to look in your yourself, look in the mirror of your personal mirror and say, I'm going to eliminate this. I'm going to eliminate this negativity. I'm going to eliminate this person because <laughs> this person choice and reflection of where did all these things get me? When I really look at it, it got me, gave me more stress, more um, self-doubt, more fear of how do I move forward? And I love that you have the six steps to keep doing it, but you can't just do the six steps and then accept that it's going to work. You have to constantly redo every step yeah. every day almost. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I think everything in our life, uh, I believe habits, rituals are the most powerful thing. I, I think the only way to achieve anything is creating habits, right? Powerful habits that move us closer every single day. So yes, like we have to do the reflection. We have to do the work. We have to sit and make time to journal and actually, you know, take inventory of what's going on in our brain. Yeah. But we need to do certain things, habits daily, that are going to drive us closer to where we want to go. And I, I talk a lot about, as I mentioned, like we don't attract what we want, we attract who we are. So if we want to get to this one point, 
we need to see what's in the way of getting there. And that's the whole limiting beliefs, the stories, the attachments, the lack of forgiveness to somebody else that holds us down and back, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So it does have to be, I talk a lot about my morning routine because that sets us up for an empowering day. Um, and everybody has their own morning uh, habits. Yeah. Yeah. And it really should be customized to you because this is your, this is your personal time to love on you. And, um, I love morning routines because it makes me, it's my time. It's my gift. I give myself every morning to set myself up for where I want to go in the day. And that is so beautiful. And I have to honestly say, I don't know the real number, but just guessing from what I read, what I see, who I speak with, most people give themselves less than 30 seconds in the morning of self-reflection. And that is not enough. It truly should be 20 to 30 minutes of just you. You within yourself, whether it's meditation or sipping that cup of coffee, watching the sunrise, or sitting down and making a guideline for you to move forward within that particular day. Or maybe you move forward and writing down the week of choosing what is going to make you happy. Yeah. And deciding upon you. And it can change. It doesn't mean it has to be the same routine. My routine is I get up every morning, no matter how bad I feel, And I look myself in the mirror because we all have to go to the mirror to wash our face or whatever it may be. And I look at myself and I'm like, I love you, Dawn Marie. And that positive reconnection to my brain of those are the first things my eyes and ears are seeing is my reflection in the mirror of I love you, Dawn Marie. And that embraces me with this. I I literally get chills every morning when I do it. It's like an embracing me for who I am today, no matter where I was yesterday. It's beautiful. That's a beautiful practice, and it's so simplistic. And what does it take? A one second. It's one (laughs) second. It's one second. But for me, it's that visual act of love. Mm. Because we look at love in so many different ways. We look at love with holding hands, having dinner, having a romantic partner, having a, you know, whatever you believe love is. But when you truly look at yourself in the eyes and you have no makeup on and your face is not done and you're just getting out of bed, and that's my first reflection, that sets me for the day. Yeah. And the love we have for ourselves, I truly believe, is the foundation of everything. The love we have for ourselves is what reflects back to us. And I have been taught this lesson so many times that, you know, I always, I think when I first started my personal development journey is I first started it because I didn't, I wanted to avoid pain from outside circumstances. Mm -hmm. But I realized my, my lesson was, what I really needed is to love myself and to actually develop my own self-worth and and reconnect to the person I actually am because I didn't know who I was. And I think that's why we, when life 
throws us so many curveballs, we get disconnected. So we do need to honor that time for ourselves and really deepen that love for ourselves. And and some people, you know, when you say you look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know, I love you, Dom Marie, some people might feel so uncomfortable doing that. I know I did at first. <laughs> uh, I remember last night I was in the elevator and I it just the end of the day and I, I just took a few deep breaths and I there's a mirror in the elevator and I looked at myself, put my hand on my heart and I'm like I love you, Erica. Oh, I love that. And I don't do that too often. So I want to let people know, like, it could be uncomfortable. Like, you think it's, it it seems weird (laughs) saying something to yourself in the mirror, but it is so empowering. And it's basically just saying, like, I accept you. I am so, I'm here for you, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think it's so important. I know it can feel weird at first. But do it. It's okay. Like, it's okay to love yourself. It's okay to honor yourself. It's okay to spend, it's not selfish to spend time for yourself, too, because the more you love yourself, the more you can give love to others. And I just think that self love is the foundation of everything. And I've learned the lesson so many times. Yes. I could have had a lot less heartbreaks if I uh, loved myself first. You know? I think we all could have had so many less heartbreaks and so many less tragic things happening in our life because we're very easily to say to someone, I love you. Mm. And then you want that response back from another, from your significant other, from your brother, from your sister, from your mother, from your father, from a friend. But we never are taught as a young child to sit in front of the mirror and say, I love you. Like when can you imagine a two year old sitting in front of a mirror when we really start to recognize and and be start to teach our young children that you are you. You're the only you. You are gonna you're gonna be incredible instead of no, don't touch that. No, 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 come on over here, listen to mommy. Like and we give them love and we say, I love you. But we have never been taught, at least from what I have seen in my lifetime at 55 years, I have never heard a parent, and I never taught my children this because I didn't know this. But now I do. And it's, can you imagine when they start to learn and crawl and walk, you teach them every morning when they go to the mirror to wash their face or hands or whatever, and you say... I love you, Courtney. I love you, Jack. Whatever their name is. And say something about who they are at the end. I love you, Jack. Yeah. I love you, Jack, for who you are today. And what you did yesterday was great. And start to teach our young to build that bond within themselves. That I do believe that the negativity in the world will start to be further and further and further away. Yes. And I don't think it's that, what is that word um, where you are constantly looking in the mirror and you're all about you? That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's just pure love. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's a great thing to touch on because I, I think our world is shifting more these days into people are, you know, there's so much about mental health and happiness and personal development. And we have a lot of tools at our disposal to really 
you know, honor that, right? And thankfully, Mm -hmm. our youth is being exposed to that now. And I think when we were younger, yes, it was not talked about. Like, there's so many things that luckily are being introduced in our world. So Mm -hmm. it's a gift for the, the youth today. And I think that for the parents out there, yes, absolutely. I was actually looking at somebody's Instagram the other day, and she has a young daughter, I'm guessing five years old. And this girl is big into yoga, and they were just sitting meditating and they both had their hands on their heart and she was teaching her daughter like I love you Mm -hmm. and saying it to herself I'm like this is the most beautiful thing yes this is what we should teach our kids because imagine if we had these tools when we were younger we wouldn't suffer a lot of self-doubt pain and we probably would have achieved a lot more quicker in our lives but granted I'm I'm blessed for the obstacles I went through because it led me to where I am today. And we can always look back, but nobody wants to suffer. So if we have these tools of just honoring ourselves and reflecting, journaling, gratitude, whatever it may be, all these practices that we know today, wow, we would have been so much well off. Right? So, yeah. But it is the things that do make us stronger, honestly. The, the, The tragedy that we go through, the person that we thought was going to be our greatest love and they crushed us, it made us stronger to keep looking for that love. So I do believe it is a balance of both worlds, but I believe the first thing you should teach them is not hate or destruction or to put people down. It should be always love. Absolutely, yes. And not to think that you can change that person. You know, that old saying, you can't change the stripes on a tiger or the spots on a leopard. Um, When you fall in love with someone, you fell in love with them for who they were at that moment. You can't or who or who you wanted them to be. Exactly. And you, you can't. Know? You can't change yeah. the person. It's within them to be able to change. So Erica, tell me about because you've referenced to it a couple of times about your six principles, and we're gonna finish going through that. That you had many heartbreaks. Mm-hmm. What was the one pivotal point in your life that said, I need to change? And then you mm-hmm. developed this program. What was that? Absolutely. It's actually kind of changed the whole tr- And I, I love those waking moments, those, you know, where you pretty much, you know, hit the ground. You're like, not one, one more day, not one more hour, no more. I'm changing now. And we kind of need those breaking moments to actually have a radical change in our life. And so I, I'm thankful I've had many of those, but I've had recently. And when I say recently, it was probably three and a half years ago, Mm -hmm. I'm guessing. I don't even know. Time flies. So I could be just guessing on time, but it was this moment where, you know, I've, I've had a lot of, or I've had several long-term or sorry, I had two very long-term relationships. One was 10 years when I was 13 to 23. And then I had one that was about five and a half years um, from 28 to whatever. But those were, you know, intense relationships, obviously serious. And then after that I dated men and, you know, all great men, but one the one of the last people I dated before the man I'm with right now is I thought he was where I hoped he was the one. You know, I was I'm, I was just ready to find the one, mm-hmm. and some I actually had several things all happen at once. It was kind of like when it rains, it pours. But I had like a waterfall of events happening in my life, in my home life, in my health, in my 
work uh, and then also with this uh, relationship I was in. And so through all these things, uh, he basically was just saying like that he had too much going on and he needed to focus on work and just there was a void between us. And I had this breaking moment that, you know, why is this happening again? Why, why does he not have an interest to stay per se? And so I had this reflection that I'm like, okay, enough is enough. I am tired of having the same thing happen. Like the people I want to be with, it's not working out or, you know, just hitting the same wall. So I made the decision right then and there, I'm going to work with my life coach again. This was a third time, but I told myself, I'm going to work with her again, even though I don't have the means right now to do it. I'm going to say, yes, I'm going to make it happen. So I decided that moment. And then the second thing I did, I'm going to be very intentional in the whole program and also when I speak to her because the previous times I would talk to her while I'm driving to another client. I would have like a coaching session while I'm driving to another client. And then I also, when I was doing the program, I was like, we really want to get uh, the results. So I, I made a decision to do that and be very intentional. And luckily through that process and the program and, and talking with her, I was able really to realize the truth of what was holding me back and also my my lack of self-worth my lack of self-love it, it's really because I de deliberately made the time set my intention set my goals for what I wanted to get out of this program I was able to truly uncover the truth and this is where the radical responsibility came in. So often girls in our life, women, we always have, they're like, oh, it's him. It's, you know, he's just not ready or they, they throw it on him. And that's not really serving us because like I said, we are responsible for everything in our life. It, it's a harsh truth, but it's true. And it's also very empowering to hear that, that we are so responsible that we get to choose of our own outcome and we get to make, you take the actions towards that. So when you ask the pivotal moment for me, it was another person that I, at the time, thank goodness he wasn't the one. Uh, and I realized that after I'm like, no, I was just hoping he was the one. Mm -hmm. I was also settling. I wasn't really truly looking at all the values I really want in a person, also my non-negotiables. And uh, he was missing a lot. So until I did that reflection, did I realize, okay, now I really see what I want. I also believe I deserve it. That was a, that was a really radical truth that I had to tell myself because I'm like, how do I, I, I want all these things, but do I actually deserve it? And am I being the woman that could have these things? Mm -hmm. And I realized I wasn't being the woman. I wasn't respecting myself. I didn't value my worth. I wasn't loving myself. And so when I was able to rewrite those stories and actually really truly root in myself again, was I able to change then the trajectory of my life? So, uh, so the two powerful things out of that is I made the choice. When we make a decision, that gives us the answers. So like I said, I didn't have the means to work with a life coach, but I decided I'm going to make it happen and I'm going to find a way. And I found the resources and it was worth it. I was mm -hmm. worth it. And then also, um, 
uh, the intention, setting an intention for the life and your outcome. That's when you'll get the results. You know, you, you can't just go through life like confused and not sure where you want to head. It's getting exactly. really clear. We need to see where we're at and we see where we want to go. You know, what's that dream life we want to create? Just go, go berserk, <laughs> go get really creative because whatever you see, you could achieve, but you need to visualize it. You need to see it. And then you got to figure out, you know, the GPS to get there and what's in the way, which I call the roadblocks. So anyways, that's a long winded answer, but <laughs> I, it was beautiful. And I love that you did bring up the, am I worthy of that love? Yes. You are totally worthy of that love. And it may take what we always used to call us when I was growing up. You may kiss a lot of frogs to get your prince. But you are always worthy of what the love brings to you within any relationship. Absolutely. It doesn't matter how many it takes to get there. You are worthy of the love that that moment in time brings you. And you need to be able to accept it. And I believe that in today's world, yesterday's world, 40 years ago, none of us believed that we were worthy. Mm -hmm. And that is now the time and change that the world is moving forward. And you being the, you know, life wellness coach and doing the power within yourself that's why you are so positive and moving forward in your life that you are able to let others understand that they are worthy of Absolutely. their true self. They are worthy of love. They are worthy of being heard. They are worthy of speaking their truth and letting the world hear it loud and clear. Yeah. And Absolutely. that is an incredible gift. Absolutely. But before that step, I mean, know that each of each of us, of course, are worthy. We we just by be born, we are worthy, mm -hmm. you know. But we have to also reflect like are we being are we in alignment for what we want? Like, are we in alignment with who we want to be in the world? Mm -hmm. Yes, we are worthy of all the love, but we have to also be an example of what that love is. You know, it, it, if we're shitting on people all day long and we're negative and, you know, just bad mood, negative state, like we are worth, but, but if you're not putting you it out there, somebody by, mm -hmm. yeah, like you get what you are. That's, Plain and simple. That's why I say, like, we, we don't attract what we want. We attract who we are. So you always have to do that reflection. Like, who am I being? What's my energy like? What's my state? Like, am I able to attract the right person? Like, I, oh, my gosh. Like, I, like I said, I dated amazing men, amazing, good qualities. They all have things I respect, but how that person treated me or what I was settling for, if you want to say. Mm -hmm. That wasn't really honoring my worth, right? That wasn't respecting myself because I know I did I did deserve more, but because of who I was being, that's what I was receiving. Exactly. If I'm not respecting myself, of course I'm not gonna get respect. <laughs> so it's it's plain and simple. So I, I just think the work we do on ourselves is by far the most important thing. We need to put our oxygen mask on first because that will always be 
reciprocated externally by just being you, just being beautifully you as Mm -hmm. you are, the unique goddess you are, or, you know, man, the man version. Yeah. Yeah. It's everything. I love that. You know, I wrote about putting your own oxygen mask on months ago on one of my pages where, yes, your own oxygen mask then to help others move forward. Oxygen comes in forms of every kind of gift you can imagine from the trees, the the land we live on, the homes we live in, the people that bring in their voice and their love is all oxygen. It's what you surround yourself with. And like you said, you can't accept love if you are not presenting love and giving to others. And there's something that I have noticed amongst the years of my 55 years of living that so many people, when they put you down, and I want to like, and you can help me like get to the healing part of this part um, for everyone to understand. When you are constantly being put down and then you find yourself looking at someone and judging and putting them down, well, that's a reflection on you. When you talk to somebody and you've never heard of that person and you look at whatever they're about and you're like, well, she has more than me and well, I could never do that. That's judging you. And that's going to reciprocate upon you. And the word karma, I believe in that word more than so many other positive words. When you reflect what you believe is truth, the truth will reflect upon you. Yes. And and people say it's going to bite you in the ass for what you're doing and talking behind people's backs and shining that negative light on the darkness of that person. Mm-hmm. You're doing that to yourself. You're literally looking in the mirror at yourself when you are doing that to others. Yeah. So help us understand someone's coming into your life. They need your coaching. They need your help desperately. They have now just realized, wow, I'm I'm doing all those things. I thought I was doing good by listening to this person talk to me poorly about another person. And what should have happened is... That is your personal opinion, and I really don't want the negativity in my life. Mm-hmm. How about we talk about something positive about that job, positive about that life, positive about that person, because it will change the entire aspect of the day and each other's lives. Why are we talking bad about people? Why are we pointing the fingers? It's easy to yes. point the fingers, but when you do that, you actually take that in and that's negative energy that you're feeding your body and brain. Absolutely. And I think exactly what you said is when we reflect, if we judge another, it's truly, it's judging a part of who what, we are, who we are basically. And I think that's where the reflection really needs to come in is uh, I remember being on this trip and I realized I had this moment where I realized I or I said to myself, I'm like, why am I judging the way these people are being? Because they're just different than me. 
like they might not have the same values or, or their same way of being as me, but what is that? Why am I supposed to be better than them? Or mm-hmm. what's the difference? And I think we need to kind of self-evaluate and ask okay. ourselves, like, why am I judging this other person? And kind of just see whatever answers come up. And that will help us reveal possibly why, like what, what pain are we feeling that we have to judge that or what are we lacking in our life? And then come up with the answers of, you know, how, how do I get more of that in my life and how could I stop comparing myself to another? Because obviously if I'm comparing myself to another, there's some lack in my life. So how do I achieve that? through being who I am, you know, and I, I just think that self-reflection journaling and being just super aware. I think when you start doing certain habits in the morning, meditation, you know, whatever to feed your soul, you'll get more in tune with who you are and also be able to really be so aware that when you think something, you actually are able to be aware of it. And I think that's an important piece is, is being really self-aware of what's going on just Mm -hmm. naturally in our subconscious mind and what's coming out in, you know, our thoughts. So I I believe just, you know, we have to have this time of reflection and journaling and noticing those negative thoughts that are coming through. And then once we're aware, because I think, again, the awareness needs to come into our life because that's the only way we change. Exactly. Like awareness and then also always asking yourself, like, who am I being? Like, is this the person I want to be? Am I wanting to be negative? Am I wanting to gossip? Am I wanting to be a part of this conversation? And then like you mentioned is saying to somebody like, you know, I prefer to not talk about this because they're not here. They don't have any say in it. Just being really it, choosing who you want to be. Do you want to be a person that is, is kind, loving, has compassion, empathy. If that's who you want to be, who is that person going to show up as? And notice when you're not. (laughs) So I I think it's really implementing certain habits and rituals into our life that will only serve us for changing our behavior and being less judging to others because I see everybody as human and beautifully you know, beautifully sculpted, authentically. Yeah. Just they're all, everybody's a masterpiece. Everybody's been through trauma. Everybody's been through challenges, whatever it may be. And so when I see somebody's pain, I'm able to recognize it. Like they might be having a hard day. Mm -hmm. They maybe we don't know what just happened. So just basically loving them enough as being a human and not being so quick to judge. And it's practice. And that's why, that's why we do habits and rituals to get into the practice of being in a more positive state mm-hmm. and, and more acceptance and loving. Yes. So that's what I would recommend. I, I love that. Thank you for answering all of that. Um, so let's say 20 of the people watching this podcast are listening to the podcast later on the line of moving forward and they come across this podcast with you. And they realize that you are a life wellness coach and you have done your your own training, your own self-development from being at, let's, let's put them at like ABC. A, they're almost there. 
B, they're questioning. C, they have nowhere to start. How do you develop your program to fit each and every single one? Or do you use the exact same program, but you take down their history? You work with them. How long would it take just to get them from a C to a B, then from a B to an A? You know, just like grading papers in school. How do you develop them to keep moving forward? Absolutely. Okay. So first of all, I'm right now in the midst of developing my online program. I cannot wait to launch it. And I originally was going to start with one program, which mm -hmm. was um, mastering your mind, body and actions to mm -hmm. create your dream life, which I still intend to do. Uh, and then I have another program that is mastering your body, which is goes into a lot of the of course, there's a mental aspect because the mind and body is always connected. There is no void in between. But uh, Mastering Your Body, uh, that is a program that is going to be quite extensive on just having the body you desire for a lifetime. No diet, no fitness plan. It's just literally mastering your own body um, for a lifestyle. And then... The program I'm actually starting with is the reconnecting to your authentic self. So I can't wait to launch this one because this one I, I feel so connected to because it was my journey. It, it, to me, it's the foundation of everything. So it makes so much sense to start with this program and it will be an online course and it will walk through every step where you do homework because it doesn't matter. You could read all the books, you could do all the online programs, but if you're not doing the work or implementing it into your life, you will not get as great of an outcome. Mm -hmm. So the programs, it will really walk through every step in, in doing the process. And even if you are already, let's say you feel all, you know, you know that you love yourself, your worth and all these things and, and you feel empowered, you're already living a great life. You're, you're, if you want to say at the top, no matter what, again, life will always throw us challenges. So this will only deepen that worth, that self love. So I feel like the whole program, no matter which level you're at, it's necessary and it will only strengthen you where you're already at. Exactly. So, and, and you know, I, I feel also, uh, implementing that morning routine, evening routine. I don't do much an evening routine. I'm starting to, but, and there are certain things that are really valuable to do in your evening routine, but getting somebody on a program to establish their own morning routine, I think is so important. And that's going to move somebody from a meaning at a really low point to possibly moving so much more quicker and rapidly into that more empowered, ignited, loving, you know, person that they want to be. So I, I feel like that's one way to move somebody really quickly is really helping them establish the best morning routine for themselves. That's perfect. So how long is the process? Is it a two-week process, a three-week process, or can it be a, a continuing process of working with you on just, you know, this month we're focusing on just one thing, or can we focus on all, but then keep writing down the progression of keep moving forward down the road in the months and realizing I need to continue to change every day moving forward 
it can't just be a one week course of six things and you're fixed because that doesn't even happen in today's world with everything that surrounds us. Our home needs to be fixed constantly. Our bodies need to be repaired and fixed constantly. Our cars need to go in. People pay more attention to their car and the red light that says oil, need oil, check for the miles. Six processes of what you have take longevity of moving yes. forward. I believe, I mean, this is how I live. I'm a student for life. I'm going to be constantly, I literally listen to uh, some form of personal development content every single morning. And I sometimes do it at the time I'm working out or while I'm getting ready, whatever it may be, I'm always feeding my mind. Mm -hmm. Always. And I think repetition is the mother of mastery regardless. So no matter what we want to achieve in life, it has to be a practice. It has to become, uh, you know, once you start a habit, when you keep doing a habit over and over, it becomes a ritual, it becomes a part of you. And that's part of, as I was mentioning, the master your body yeah. program that I'll eventually be launching. That's creating a lifestyle. It's not creating like, it's not to get, Oh, to lose 10 pounds by uh, your wedding date or whatever. It's literally creating a lifestyle so that you've mastered your body. You have control of anything you want to achieve because you've mastered it. And it, is a daily thing that you need to implement into your life. So this program is something that I haven't built it out. So I don't know right now how many weeks the program will take. Obviously some people could get a program done in a weekend and some it will take months to do. So exactly. I've worked out that, but no matter what, it's something that people could revisit. I think anything we want to learn in life, especially if we want to develop mastery, is we need to revisit it often, and it has to become a part of us. For me, like I have to always reconnect to who I am. I have to always go back to my truth, go back to my values, reevaluate my values. It's something that it needs to be done consciously, intentionally, every day. <laughs> so and effortlessly. It, it shouldn't be a, oh, I have to go do my rituals today. Mm -hmm. It needs exactly. to be, I'm having a hard time with the word. My MS is kicking in. Effortless. Effortlessly. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's when it becomes a ritual is exactly, it's already a part of you. It's it is a part of you. You yeah. do it regardless because you know of the outcome you get from it. It's like when you're eating McDonald's, you know you're not going to feel good after it. So it, it, you might still keep eating McDonald's, but once you become aware, like, Hey, I feel like crap after, why would I do this to myself? Yeah. But if you, and then on the flip side, when you work out, I don't think there's anybody in the world that has worked out. And after is like, oh, I, that sucked that I don't feel better. You know, like you always feel better after you work out regardless. So once you know that you're getting the reward at the end and you're aware of that, you're going to do it more and more like meditation. Like maybe like, I know for me, I just started my meditation practice this year. I finally committed to it. And I said, this is a gift I'm going to give myself every day. I don't do it perfectly, but I know I'm doing it and I know every day it's going to get better. And now it's become, a habit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's a ritual yet, but it's a habit. 
and that I know it will certainly become a ritual and it will be a part of me that no matter what I'll do it because I know the rewards will come from it. Exactly. And going back to like habits and things, and I feel that this really relies mostly on the female of the home, the young female of the home, the mother that's soon to be, the wife that just got married. I believe that there are certain habits that have been put in and bred into us that are not true. Like you have to be, and this, this was me. I always, I grew up watching Leave it to Beaver. Most of the people watching this probably has no clue what the movie is or the television series, but she was the perfect, what Hollywood proclaimed her to be of the perfect mom, the perfect wife, the perfect friend, the neighbor, all of it. And we're taught to be that. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean you're perfect. You may have every single well-brand clothing in your closet. You may have every bargain there was because of the budget you're on. But when you are not your true authentic self, none of that matters. And what you're visually trying to portray yourself of someone else that has been bred into you, then you've lost the battle. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is with authenticity, it's, again, not thinking who you're supposed to be, but just being who you are and choosing that consciously every day. Like, I choose to be who I am and and not be searching for perfection. Perfection mm -hmm. actually is a very low vibe. Uh, we'll never be perfect, and we shouldn't strive for perfection. We should just strive to be more closer and rooted into our authentic self and not exactly. look for perfection in that. And yeah. not look to be something that is not real. Mm. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, there's gorgeous posters wherever we go. There's billboards, there's this, there's that. There's the perfect home advertising. There's, this is the perfect car for a family. Like, there is no perfect. No. The word perfect and the word disease are two things I truly want to take out of the vocabulary. Right. Because it, it's just, I'm sick. Instead of saying, I have a disease. Like, like the, both of them scare you. But I'm dealing with a DNA issue that challenges me. Sounds more of I'm going to I'm going to battle and go after this. I I'm not perfect. I need to lose five pounds. Well, you are perfect. And what is five pounds going to get you, right? Or you see that billboard, and you're like, oh my gosh, she's flawless. Okay, that's called touch up, and. <laughs> <laughs> that's called tucking this, moving that, and whatever it may be to sell a product. Yeah. When you really Marketing. strip yourself down and you look at yourself in the mirror and you start to pick at yourself, you're not honoring yourself. Yeah. We, you know, I, I've got a battlefield on my stomach from three kids that could like draw a map to another destination in the galaxy. 
And, you know, that's never going to go away. And for years, I'm like, I hate that part of me. But that part of me gave me three lives. Aww, you know, that's a beautiful way to look at it. And that's that's one example of like the whole limiting beliefs is yes. instead of focusing on the limitation, how could you change that into a more powering way? And you just did that right now. It's like, yes, I hate these you know scars on my body. But looking at it like, but look what it gave me. What a gift. Yeah. That's such a beautiful way to change the perspective of that limitation. So, yes, all that. And I, I just think that, you know, it's really committing to ourselves of and embracing everything we are instead of what we think we should be. Right. I think so many times, like, if I were to look back at like, relationships per se, because that's where I feel I struggled the most, or emotionally I struggled the most, is that I felt I should be something. I should be more. I should be more successful. I should have this. And that actually just disconnected me more to who I truly was and embracing who I was, the beautiful woman I am. The beautiful, so, yeah, Erica, that you are. You are. You're radiant. You're gorgeous. You bring so much light from your Instagram. And even though I haven't met you in person, what you bring forth in listening to your podcast that you have truly show the light and the spirit from within you that you are gracing all of us with it. And I really, truly believe that that's when you see and you feel and you can hear it in the, the vocabulary. You can hear it in the softness of the voice or the spike of the word. And it's that's when we start to recognize, I am powerful. I am beautiful. I am radiant. And the world changes and the people around you are gravitating to you yeah, and that's what you awesome. empower thank you so much those me that and thank you for that for noticing that in me and and it's because i'm choosing to be that person it's okay. because i'm doing the work daily to love on myself and also just feed myself good content and surrounding myself with the right people and and also looking at and I'm not going to, I don't want to attach my, when I say flaws, looking at the flaws myself, let's not say that. Let's say I'm looking at what's not serving me, mm -hmm. certain beliefs, certain stories, being able to look at that and, and just love on it, accept it. Like, yes, I went through this. Yes, I have struggled in this area, but I love myself enough to choose a different path, to choose a more empowering way to live mm -hmm. and show up differently. So I, I get to do the work. I get, I get to do the rituals I do. I get to, I get to show up different. I get to help others. Like what a gift. It's so amazing. It's you incredible. Know? So it's just choosing to be who you want to be and choosing to show up as that person and, and be super, like I said, my superpower is being authentic and vulnerable. Be vulnerable. If you're not comfortable to share your story yet, totally fine. I, like you don't have to just dive right in. You could tippy toe in and start sharing pizza pieces of you. Cause that just connects you more to another human beautifully. So I, I think that's our superpower really is just the more we connect and say like, all I need is within mm -hmm. me all I need to be is just me. 
And then on, honestly, I always believe we have to grow, we have to improve, we have to become better, you know? So even if you are great the way you are, choose mm-hmm. choose to be better, choose to always see more, you know? Yes. Sorry about that. My um, my light, my skylights, I'm going to have to do something about it today. <laughs> they come through and they block and then they like cut out the light. Oh, um, no. But it is, it's choosing to just constantly evolve and Absolutely. evolve within you. Mm. And yeah. I, I love your program so much that I just think that everybody in the world should get themselves with this program. Of really taking a deep, deep dive into not just your mindset, your soul, and what you've held on to that you need to release and to continue to move forward in the positivity of true passion, true purpose, true just life in general, and just accept it for what it is. I mean... And, and really take a look at the little things in life. Like the bird just flew by at just the right moment. Did you pay attention to the colors? Did you hear the whisper or the chippers and the voice? Like I find myself staring at trees constantly. Mm. The trees are so beautiful. They're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Nature is the most healing. Right, and it it truly captures you and almost like wraps you into this soft space of Mother Nature, just saying, "You're beautiful. You're perfect. I love you with all my heart and passion, and I'm giving you this beauty around you to appreciate it." And then when you start to appreciate all of those little things of the beauty around us, you start to realize you are part of that beauty. Mm, that's beautifully said. Yes. Gratitude is that one of the highest frequencies. I, you cannot be sad, fearful, or anything negative like that when you have gratitude. So mm-hmm. gratitude is definitely appreciate much to appreciate in our lives. Every, every person that's listening to this is alive breathing you're blessed you know and we get to choose what else we want as gifts in our lives we get to choose and manifest and track that into our life it's it truly i believe anything we want is possible as long as we could see it and be the person that could receive it exactly so well said perfectly said so if you could break down your six um steps of the topics that you encounter with your new program and your clients and break them down into one, two, three, four, five, six into one word. What would the six words be? What would the six words be? Mm -hmm. You said? Yes. I know that. Well, or you can read the whole passage. No, I mean, well, what I, the words I think, like what would come out of this program is feeling ignited, empowered, uh, limitless, powerful, a light, you know, I just connected mm-hmm. and yeah. grounded in love yeah. and ready to serve 
from your highest self, you know, with passion and purpose. And, you know, one thing that I was always seeking for so long was passion and purpose. Like what is going to bring me passion and purpose in my life? That's what a lot of this came from. And for me, it definitely has been serving others and inspiring others. Absolutely. And that's one thing, but also is being who I truly am. You know, that, that's, that's where my true passion and purpose will come from. So from the program is you would feel all those things, but really it's, it's going to make you feel just ignited in your life, like just Mm -hmm. fully lit to serve and to live your life more passionately and purposely. And that will reflect in everything, in your relationships, in, you know, your friends, your peer group, in how you're serving in the world. When you feel ignited and when you feel that light lit within you, mm-hmm. you, I mean, that will ripple out to the world. And, and that's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful thing. Like I always think if I could just touch one life, that makes a difference. And I, I luckily, um, it, I'll just share this little thing because it just came to my mind. I sponsor two children that are in poverty. One's in the Philippines, one one's in Aww, Colombia. I've been sponsoring you. them for six years. And I'll give an example of what this did for me. I recently got a letter from the girl in Colombia and she's, I believe she's in 11th grade right now. Mm-hmm. So what is that? Uh, 16, I believe. And she wrote me a letter and she said, she said how she's doing, doing really well. She's excited to go to university, which is really exciting in general because Mm -hmm. a girl in poverty to be able to do that, what a blessing. But she said to me, she's like, I want to be a neurosurgeon. I'm like, oh my goodness. Just because I know that what the support I've given her in the last six years, I know how that has helped her Mm -hmm. get to where she is right now. So it made me think like my little bit that I'm doing, my little action that I'm doing monthly, my little payment, whatever it may be, is making that much of an impact on her that she, number one, sees herself as being a neurosurgeon and she sees herself as being able to be a neurosurgeon. That was, (laughs) I mean, that's the ripple effect you could make because a neurosurgeon, she's not only going to impact one life it's going to be hundreds of thousands of lives. So you have to think that just by being you and serving from your highest self is the ripple effect you could make on many, many lives. So I I think that's the, that's the beauty. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Yeah. It's so amazing to hear. It's just so amazing. So you know, if that tell, if that lets you know, you should give more. I hope, I hope that, I hope that really inspires you to give in some little way that you can, because we can definitely for kids in poverty. That's one of my passions is helping them achieve what seems impossible. I love that. Thank you for sharing that story. That was really powerful and beautiful and enlightening. And um, it, it also goes back to something that I say quite often in my life that when I never look down upon people. And if I am looking down and someone is in front of me, it is to take their hand and lift them up and praise them and say, tell me something about yourself that I can learn today. Mm. Because within their stories, it gives me much more of an enlightenment of, you just taught me something 
and I wasn't judging you because you were down. I asked you from a complete stranger's point of view, let me help you up. Can you tell me something about your life that can help me change mine? That's so beautiful. That's such a beautiful And we don't, we don't do enough of that. And no. what you did telling us your story on you give money to help her and where she's going out to lift her up and now look where she's going. Yeah, it's remarkable. And that's the little thing like you just stated. That little act of service is just, you know, giving time, listening. We all want that. Mm -hmm. So if we all want that, you should recognize that you should give that to another as well. And and you could literally change the trajectory of somebody's life possibly to that extent, literally, just by doing that, just Mm -hmm. stopping and saying like, how could I help you? And and listening to them because maybe that person literally got rejected by their parents. Let's say they were kicked out. Who, who knows? I'm just thinking of like a homeless person. And just by you looking at them as another human opposed to people walking down the street and looking away and you just listening and saying, how could I help you? Or, or you possibly listening to their story that could impact you and, most profound way and that could change the trajectory of your life you never know so always be a student of life that none of us know it all we could always learn something from somebody else because we all have lived a different life a different journey and and so that's such a beautiful way to look at it is that we could always learn from somebody else and to hold that space for somebody else to be listened to is yeah, it's beautiful because I think especially women we just want to be heard. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's true. So true. Just listen to me. <laughs> listen to me, love me, but also I want to listen to you and love you mm-hmm. from what you've gone through and the power of the truth of your story is what the world is built upon, mm-hmm. and you don't have to be a king to change the world and you don't have to be part of the royal family bloodline to change the world yeah you could be you from growing up with nothing wanting if you ever going to have another food on your plate how are you going to feed your children but when you open that door to accepting who you are and looking for someone else to teach you to move forward with what you've gone through is the power and the gift of life. Absolutely. So true. So, and and I think, I think generally everybody wants to serve in some way, you know, I, I think we all want to contribute and um the only time i think when that's when that is blocked is when we're hurting yes so that's why i think it's really my program connecting with your authentic self again is you know putting on your oxygen mask first is getting through your own roadblocks what's holding you down what's preventing you of living your dream life and then once you are once you've worked through some of that and you continuously work through it Because again, like I said, life will always hit us. So we need to be reminded of these tools that we've learned of how to connect back to our authentic self and love ourselves again. And then we're able to serve. Then we want to serve. It's it's a part of our DNA because again, like when we are filled with love, when we fill up our cup, it just, we are 
I, I love Oprah says this, um, my, <laughs> this is so cute. I don't know if you've heard this before, but Oprah shares when somebody asks me, uh, you're so full of, or says to says to me, you're so full of yourself. She's like, yes, I am. I'm so full of myself that my cup runneth over. <laughs> and so I love that. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard that. It's just so cute how she says it because it's so true. We want to be so filled up in our own cup that it pours over to serve more to others. So that's why it's so important to do the work on ourselves. Like give ourselves that gift because we're only going to give more to others because of that. So it, it's will no matter what want to contribute and serve. Beautiful. And that's what you're doing today. And everyone, um, you can find Erica at on her Instagram. Actually, you have two. So Erica um, Lippy Instagram, which is the one that you're on right now. But then you also have um, your Passion Love Pursuit podcast that they can follow you on with all of your on Spotify. Also on, is it Sister? Sister. Stitcher. Stitcher. And YouTube. Um, she also has um, Shop for Significant um, Superfoods, Mushrooms, etc. on your link tree that you can go to. And then Shop for Your Best Finds on Amazon that you truly believe in, that I believe everyone needs to go in and take a look at. But um, the Passion, Love, Purpose podcast is what you're all about and it's beautiful and the people that you interview you can truly learn as we've been discussing throughout this entire podcast what it is like to listen to another person's story that can relate to you or maybe related to you at a younger life or something you experienced through life that you can then take journal acknowledge and move forward but to really learn to go into these six principles please go to our instagram page you're struggling in the world and you need guidance to find your soulmate to find how to live more passionately and purposely which is what we've been talking about because i have to say out of how many people in the world I think there's probably only a 30% piece of the world that is actually living life more passionately and purposely. And that's kind of sad. It should be 100%. And hopefully if, if COVID has taught us anything, because there was lots of lessons and lots of reflections we could do with 2020, I hope it served most people in the most positive way, which is basically visiting mm -hmm. their revisiting and really intentionally thinking about their life. Like, am I living the life I want to live? Am I doing the job I want to do? Am mm -hmm. I with the person I am with and happy? You know, like I hope it serves so many people in the most profound way because we've never gotten time like we've gotten in COVID and it's, it yeah. really could be the most serving time for us. It's Instead of looking at it as the negative time. Yeah, I mean, we could always find negative. That's without a doubt. Our brain will always look mm -hmm. for the negative because it wants to keep us safe. But if we choose to look at the positive, you could find so many gifts. It's crazy. <laughs> so, so true. And it's also, as you have in your program here, um, rediscovering yourself and unlocking 
your passion for purpose. Mm -hmm. That time frame in this year and almost, what, two months that we have been in lockdown, most of us focused on the negative. Yeah, I, I 30% really of the world focused on how am I going to take this time in my home today to focus on the passion to move forward with purpose. And yeah. if we all got that message when the world said we're in lockdown, we all felt fear. But if we were told, take this time to focus on, and I'm going to repeat your words, if we all had the message come to us, we are, we're facing this disease. We're not sure where we're going right now, but we don't know when it's going to end. It could be six months, 10 months, a year. It's been a year and, and two months now. But if, we, but if we really had someone say to us in the beginning, every day in the news, instead of the negativity and the fear, and the news would just focus on rediscovering yourself and unlocking your passion for purpose in this time of lockdown, the world will be a stronger, better place to continue to move forward with grace. Amen. I mean, really. That, if we, if only, but the, the the great thing is I think, I, I know you say 30%. I don't know if that's. A, I don't know I if mean, that's that a true about, factor. I'm just kind of like throwing it out there from what I yeah. see and I read and I hear in the news and the everything we went through this year. It's just, there was just so much negativity. Uh -huh. that yes. I, I wouldn't even turn on the television unless I was watching an episode of a love story or watching old history to learn on, wow, we really have not changed. Where is that next step that our generation, our future generations, our world to come, that is in the line that you have here in your practice? Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think it's it's so critical. I During COVID, I spent a lot of my time in doing personal development, developing myself. And, and connecting deeper with myself and, and seeing, you know, uh, where do I want to head? What do I want to do? What matters to me? What are my values? Mm -hmm. Where am I going to spend my time? Like we have to choose. That's our choice. <laughs> so we, we need to evaluate that. And I, I do think it's sad that we are constantly fed with all these negative things. But remember, I, I've heard this so many times. Like people say, oh, Facebook is so negative all the time. Instagram's so negative, it's so fake. I'm like, really? I follow a lot of authentic people and people that are just sharing and, and re really providing value. You choose who you want to follow. Exactly. You choose what you want to see as well. Because again, where your focus goes, your energy flows. So if you're focusing on negative, you're going to see negative. So just remind yourself, like it, it's really about I mean, it's, it's just really about your being and what you want to attract in your life. You're going to get. So if you want more negativity, it's always available. <laughs> it's always available. It's us. more available than cash. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. That's when you really got to analyze. Oh my gosh. I want to surround myself with beautiful colors, beautiful people. I want to follow that passion. I want to yeah. follow that person because she brings me light every day. He brings me light every day. And how can I bring that and interpret it into 
my heart and soul, my words to then give back to others from what I've learned from you. And what I learn from you every day on your Instagram, on your stories of training, showing us, you know, doing an ab workout. And then what I learned from you doing the plunge and your ice bucket (sighs) and just the, you're putting out the truth of constantly moving forward in life. And that is the greatest gift of all. Progress equals happiness. (laughs) So I'm always like, how can I move forward? How could I constantly evolve? Like that just brings me joy personally. So I am. Well, what you are doing, Erica, is just pure enlightenment, pure joy, pure love, pure gratitude to the earth and to yourself. And the more that you do it, the stronger the world will be. And I can't thank you enough for me coming across your page and me coming across your page through Amberly Lago. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this woman's beautiful. She's gorgeous. And look what she's writing and she's encouraging and she's just filled with love. Uh, and that didn't come, you know, like that took work to get there. Right. I think yeah. I've always provided positive feeds. If you want to say like, I, that's, I actually, so you know how sometimes on Facebook you get reminded like 10 years ago, you posted this yes. and I realized I'm, I've always spread positivity mm-hmm. because, and I've always spread quotes. Like I've always been into that. I've always been drawn to it. And there's a re uh, it, it shows them up in my life. Why? But for me to actually be able to say these things from an authentic place, that's different. That took work to get there. You know, for me to actually connect to what I'm saying and to actually mean it from my heart, that's different. So, you know, I, I really appreciate you acknowledging that. I received that. Thank you. It means, like I said, if I could just inspire people, that that's what moves me. Mm-hmm. That's what fills my heart with purpose. So I thank you for this time and to be able to share this space with you. It's such an honor. You're a beautiful soul and you, you share you. so much light and I know you're helping a lot of people through your, your challenges. And we have a good mutual friend, Amberly Long, Amberly Lago. Yes, Love her pieces. Me too. Everybody else follow her too. Cause she's so, so inspiring. And yeah, yeah I mean that all of us have the ability to help others by just sharing their, your story, by being truly authentic and being vulnerable, you know, don't be afraid of vulnerability because vulnerability is strength and that gets you more connected to other individuals that will want to be there for you and support you. Exactly. And truly speak yourself, speak your word, truly, and just keep moving forward in the light. That's all I ever ask anybody to do and never be afraid to say I'm afraid yeah it's human yeah and and courage you know can't be there without fear so Mm -hmm. no matter what we are all fearful fear is one thing that everybody has but courage Courage. can't be there without fear but courage what it is is fear is always present but you continue forward regardless and that's how you develop even courage. You know, it's, it's, it always means there's still fear. So don't be, don't feel you have to be fearless because <laughs> we'll never be fearless. It will never always be fearless. Yes. yes. So everybody, you can follow her at, um, 
her website, www.ericalippy.com. Send her some messages today. On her Instagram, two of them. One is on what we're on right now, at Erica Lippy. And then the other one is at Passion Love Pursuit. And follow her podcast, give her some love, and send her some beautiful messages of faith and love today. And follow her and tell your friends about her site. I watched this podcast today. She's incredible. Share her profile. Just get into the share button. Go to go to Erica's profile and send it out to everybody you know that is living in the negative and fear. And give them that opportunity to open up that gift you gave them that day by sharing her profile. And keep sharing with the world. I love when someone sends me a profile that they believe I need to see. It's true. That yeah, is like yeah. opening up a perfect gift to anybody in the world. Mm-hmm. Our profiles can be shared. Share Erica's profile with the Thank world today. You. You're so sweet, Marie. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for sharing all that. And I would love for everybody to listen to Passion Love Pursuit podcast as well amazing guests that come on and of course Domery, I would love to have you on anytime (laughs) my calendar is lightening up the month of March is awareness month for multiple sclerosis so I've been doing positive reinforcements and podcasts of warriors the entire month and uh yeah it's getting getting a little slower so I would be honored to be on your podcast come April or May and go from there yes all right. Well, thank, thank you. you so much. Thank I you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. you Love you. Bless you. And have a fabulous day. Thank you, you everybody, for watching live with Dom Marie. Follow me on Apple and Spotify. But also, all of my podcasts will always remain on my Instagram feed for the people that want to watch it and hear it. But please also go and follow me on the other ones. So when you're in your car and you're feeling negative and you need that possibility, just that embrace of love, pick a Spotify app, pick a channel, pick Apple, whatever it may be, and just listen. And also go follow Erica's Spotify app also and Apple and all of the other links that I can't remember. (laughs) And embrace yourself with this pure passion of love. Have a great day, everybody. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.